Yo, what's up? It's YB and Chaos. Uh, I'm starting this new podcast. It's not even a fucking podcast podcast because I don't have like a desk or a microphone or anything. So it's just my phone and we're, we're recording shit. And uh, this is going to be a podcast about my life. Uh, things that happen in my life, things that I want to talk about. Shit like that, man. So, hope you enjoy the ride, and hopefully, you ignore all the pauses and shit because I'm playing Apex right now. Apex Legends, that shit goes hard. So if you hear like, like, like those, you know those gunshots and shit. That's just from the fucking. The fucking game so and also excuse excuse my fucking not excuse my language but excuse my brain parts that i will be having on this podcast at all times this is a warning if you do not like people who fucking have brain parts like all the goddamn time and lose track of what they're fucking saying then you might as well leave my fucking podcast right now. Leave my fucking podcast right now because I have brain parts like every five fucking minutes. And I will cover, I'll cover, I will cover why I have brain parts and speech impediments later in the podcast, but we'll, 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 we'll cover that for uh, next time. But, uh, what should we talk about? I was talking to myself like two minutes ago. And I was like, I, I should make a podcast. Why am I just talking to my fucking self? But you can't, you, you can't lie. Talking to yourself is one of the most like lonely shit, but it's also very therapeutic. Therapeutic. It's therapeutic as hell. It's therapeutic as hell. Just because you can you know, get your emotions out and shit. It's like crying, but with your mouth. That sounds oddly sexual. Get up there. I'm playing the game. I'm talking about the game. I'm trying to get up on a little platform so I can get this person. Where are you? Where the fuck are you? I'm gonna, I'm gonna shoot you. Where are you? Come, come here. I know you're somewhere. I know you're somewhere. Where are you? Where are you? Ah! Ow! 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 Don't shoot at me. If you shoot at me, I will shoot at you. I will shoot at you. Shoot at you. Come back here. Oh, you. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. That's pretty good idea. Yeah, lay glass. Yeah, lay gas traps. 
So that that's when I'm still gonna get you. I'm still gonna get you. I'm still gonna get you, you know. I'm still gonna get you. I'm still gonna get you. Come here. Come here. Come here. I know you're you. I know you're you. I know you're you. Ow! He knocked me. Oh, there's two of them. Alright. There's two of them. There's two squads. And there was one uh guy with gas sharps anyway. You can't lie. Talking to yourself is therapeutic as hell. Like I said, it's crying with your mouth. And what's wrong with crying? You narcissistic bitch. There's also gonna be a lot of cursing on here, as you can obviously get from me cursing every five fucking minutes. Uh, I did it just now. <laughs> Wait, why are you pushing? Oh, he's flanking. Okay, I'm like, why are you pushing out? You got him. Yeah, you got him. There you go. There you go. You got him. You got him. Alright, whole squad. My whole squad fucking dropped. Anyway, um, let's talking about a lot of shit. Let's talk about what's going on in my life right now. Uh, I just bought two grams of weed like a couple of weeks ago. Been smoking that every day. Every day, just hopping out of my window, smoking weed. Making uh, really ghetto ass bongs so I can smoke it. Today I had to improvise because I lost my metal piece from an airbrush. <laughs> and it's like specially engineered by me to like smoke weed. So I'm like, ah, where is this shit? So I lost that. I don't know where the fuck it is. It was in a pants pocket in one of my joggers but i looked in my joggers this morning and it's not in there so i'm like where the fuck is it still looking for it can't find it whatever um i broke up with this dude oh yeah i forgot to mention i'm bisexual i uh, broke up with this dude because he wasn't being real with me and he was very manipulative and controlling and very much a liar and just I, I feel like he just wanted me for sex and I can, I can really understand now not even understand but like get the gist like just a tiny bit of what women go through like just a tiny tight like a speck because I only had one type of relationship like that where somebody is controlling and manipulative and, all that, and lies multiple times and, and wants to use you as sex like and, and and like an object so i only got like a smidge like a, a very speck like a speck of understanding and empathy Actually, no, I have a lot of empathy for, for women, but I mean, have a little, uh, a little understanding of what women go through or 
of misogynistic things that we have to put up with from men. But, uh, yeah. Broke up with him. We'll discuss more about that situation uh, later, maybe in a different of a few. Just landed in this area, and there are people already here. And they're already shooting at me. And I'm gonna leave the match. <laughs> but, uh, so another thing, um, I just got back with one of my exes because she's like really fucking. She's, she's dope, like, she's just, you know when you, you've been searching for a category of, 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 um, of types in a girlfriend you like, like, you have, you know, you know, I have my type or some shit like that, you know, you know what I mean? And you find the category of girl that you've been looking for. I found mine. Not the one, but I found one. That's that's cool. And the reason why I'm not saying the one is uh go into that deeper in a minute, but um she's cool, she's dope, she likes the same things I like, she likes grunge, she likes grunge music, she likes Tame Impala, she likes Freddie Dread, she likes, she likes punk outfits, she likes Depop, she fucks with me, I fuck with her, we both have, have had abusive childhoods and having to deal with, um, racist and homophobic families, and like she's just so understanding and cool and shit. She's cute and she's funny and she's just she's smart and we have the same zodiac sign. Yes, I fucking believe in zodiac signs, but kiss my fucking ass if you don't. And you think I'm a fucking retard. But kiss my fucking ass. But uh She's just everything that I was looking for. And she's built in this nice package. And I couldn't be couldn't be more content. But there's always a but to every relationship. And if you don't have a but in your relationship, I'm sorry, but that's another but, you see? You see? I'm sorry, but you're gonna marry this this person and then they're gonna stab you in the back. They're gonna stab you in the back. Why do I say this? It's because alright, I'm an Aquarius, so you already know. If you fuck with zodiac signs and stars, you already know where I'm fucking coming with this. You already know what I'm about to fucking say. You already fucking know. It's 
the feeling in the back of your head that's just like, this can't be true. This can't be for real that I found somebody who is cool and you know doesn't have anything that I dislike about them. And the thing is, oh, you know what? I should, my bad. I'm over here like thinking about, low-key thinking about um, recording and shit. And I'm like, wait, I have a headphones with a mic. Why don't I put that in? I'm talking about microphones at the beginning of the podcast. Why don't I just do that? So I'm going to put in microphones. All right. So I have my microphone in. Hopefully it isn't a piece of trash and I record absolutely fucking nothing but um yeah if you don't have a butt in a relationship like if you don't look at this person and say they're not perfect then you're you're going to be put in a position where you're going to give your person are you going to give that person all your time, all your money, all your support, and everything? And you're going to realize you're not going to get anything in return. You're not going to get what you're looking for, which is the goal together and all that, all that shit. Right? So. I have one butt. And that is, um, she's religious. Now, she's religious in the way of, there's, there's different types of, different types of religious people. There's religious, like, um, yeah, I believe in Jesus, but I don't go to church, I don't, you know, I don't, um, give a fuck about church, like, I don't, I don't give a shit about what a pastor says, but I still believe in Jesus, you know what I mean, and then there's, um, I'm religious because my family is religious, and then there's, I'm religious because I want to be religious, and this is my religion, this, 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 this is me, this is who I am, you know, type shit. I'm not like that. I'm like, I'm not that last one. I'm not that type of person where I'm devoted to a religion. I'm more of the... Um, I'm religious because my family is. He's low. He's low. This guy is low. Remember, I'm playing Apex Legends, so... Yeah, this guy just knocked me, but, uh, 
It's low. Oh, don't remember this guy. Yep, there you go. Alright. Cool, cool, cool. I got knocked. Isn't uh another thing. Whoa! How did he go? Okay, so some guy so my teammate just got shot. Oh, that was from him. Okay, so there was a guy behind us. I thought one of my teammates died from a guy who just got knocked, who knocked me. That wasn't the case. He got knocked by his friends that were behind me. What's this? What are you going to do? But, to be very honest with you, be very honest with you. Um, yeah, I'm religious because of my. And I'm not religious. I'm not religious. I'm just. You know what? Whatever. I have to. I have to stick to the. If you're gonna say, okay, there's three kinds of people, people, and you list them out, don't fucking compromise your three different kinds of people. Or there's two different kinds of people in this world, and then. Try to compromise it to everyone. Don't do that shit. I, I hate that so much. I hate that shit so much. Like, just stay focused. You know what I mean? Like, I'm trying to be. I'm trying to be focused, but... Uh, not the best. Excuse me. I just belched. Pardon me. But, uh... Yeah... I'm religious because my family is. And I will have to get into details about that. I'm not going to compromise it, but oh, my teammate is going to fucking die while they have my uh, beacon, my uh, restored teammate emblem thing for my dead box. And they're delivering it. But still, um, she's religious. Like she, like she's very adamant about her religion. Um, and her religion is Christianity. Like half of the. 35 million people in the United States and around the world. That's not even 35 million people. It's like 1 billion at this point. It's like, it's a great, it's one of the biggest fucking religions. And that's also because of um, how much shit goes on inside of it. There's politicians under it. There's a lot of shit. And a whole lot of motherfuckers do a lot of shady shit in the name of God. And it's just like, oh. Oh. I don't believe that you actually. Yeah, that you're actually, you know. Oh, I'm, I'm, oh I love God. I, I support God. Oh, my, oh yeah. I'm the nicest person in the world. And it's like, no, nigga, you rape children. 
fuck out of here. And then you also lie about shit. And then you can now see why I say I'm religious because of my family. <laughs> uh, personally, I'm agnostic. I'm agnostic because I wanted to be atheist. And, you know, give atheism a chance. But being ingrained from a young age that there's a God, 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 there's a God. And being programmed that inside your head every five fucking minutes is just ugh. So, I can't fully forget about. What gun does he have? Doesn't sound weird. Oh! Is my teammate? Oh, my teammate died. My teammate died. So, alright. That's alright. That's cool. Um. But. Yeah. I basically did not want to be associated with my, um, with, uh, my religion any longer because of a, a couple of reasons. One, because I'm bisexual. Two, because I want to explore myself. I want to find myself. I know I sound like a hippie from the 70s, but this is, this is real shit. I've gone through my whole life thinking I'm this kind of person, I'm this kind of person, this kind of person, I'm this kind of person, this kind of person, this kind of person. And also going through life like I want to be this kind of person, I want to be this kind of person, I want to be this kind of person, I want to be this kind of person. You know what I mean? And I think everybody has gone through that. And I also think everybody takes that their own way. Like some, uh, if you're a normie, if you're, a normie, then you don't know what the fuck I'm saying, but a lot of boomers, um, and if you're a normie and you do know what a boomer is, then I crown, I, I proudly to call you one of my cool friends, because that's cool. It's cool that you know what a boomer is. It's awesome. But, boomers reacted and um in a way where i mean some of them were like yeah i'm gonna find myself and i'm gonna you know i'm gonna really do what i gotta do and all that type of shit but some other boomers were like no i'm gonna not find who i am and i'm going to act like i'm somebody else and that somebody else is not me so i'm gonna take it into a grain of salt. I'm gonna take it with a grain of salt, and I'm basically gonna gonna become an asshole. Because you'll see, you'll walk down. I live in Florida, so there's a lot of white people, and you can tell when a person is trying to be outside of their family. They're trying to set themselves themselves apart from their family and their ideas and their. And what they stand for, they're trying to, you know, 
they're trying to move out of their their uh, family's standards and their state of mind. But they get to a point where it's like they can't have uh, that little local shit. I like that. Uh, I don't even know if you know what I'm talking about. Anyway, I'm sitting in a weird position, and oxygen is coming in at a weird way. So it sounds weird when I blow out air. I should make a podcast where you can also see my face because now I'm doing I'm just doing audio but I do not have a good sufficient camera to do a podcast where I'm showing my face because I'm a very visual person but I guess I have to be uh, audio audio person I don't know uh, visual uh, my favorite I don't fucking know I don't know the correct word but you see around that the that the uh, the kids they can't have one foot in their family and one foot out of it because it starts to tear you apart it starts to Either it, there's three ways it can go. Another three way, which another thing I want to do that my family is against. Um, <laughs> oh my God. So um, there's three ways that it can end up, you can end up, right? There's one way where it's like, all right, so. You have one foot in your family, you have one foot out. One way is you get, you start to lose hope in coming out of your family and doing what you want to do. That you just tuck her out and you just say you'll never get to it. You'll never get to that point where you can just freely speak, have a Free mind and free mind and body and soul and all that shit. So you say, fuck it, I'm gonna stay in my family. And that still tears you apart. It still does. It tears you apart inside because you, everything that your family says, your family can say, you, like I said, I live in. Florida, so there's a lot of white Southerners down here, white Confederate Confederacy people, right? So you can be 15 and you say you want to, you know, you want to explore the world, you want to do what you want to do, and you want to experience things, and your family says, out of nowhere, those goddamn Mexicans are, are, uh, are, are coming into our country. I just hate that shit. Oh, I hate Mexicans. And you're 15 and you're like, I don't want to associate myself with these hypocritical 
bullshit people who literally, I shouldn't say hypocritical, I should say narcissistic, bigotry household or bigotorial household that does not have an open mind. And everything that comes out of your mouth, that everything that comes out of their mouth, I should say, is going to be like hurting you inside. And you're going to get to a point where you're like, I've had enough. Like, I don't want to hear one more thing about that. And I've had a couple of times where that's happened, where that has happened to me. But they all happened when I was younger. So, that's one way. Another way is you get the chance to come out of your family. You get to actually get out. You get to actually take the foot that's out of your family. That's in your family right now. You get to take it out and put it right up their ass. And then take it out again. And then move your foot. Disinfect it. And put it into the box. Where you can now go into the world. Go experience things. And go talk about things that you never would be able to would never would have able to do while oh, drop my earphone <laughs> never was able to do while you were with your family and you get to a point where you look back on your family and you're like what pigs I've never I'm working up to that where um, I can just, you know, jump out. I can just jump out of my family. If I had the chance, I would jump out now, but um, I'm a very, I was going to say logical, but I'm not logical because I make stupid things. And dumb decisions all the fucking time. Um, I'm a very... What is your word? I disagree with myself all the time. Is what I'm trying to say. I disagree with myself. I will say... Yeah, I'm going to do this, this, and this. I'm going to make this amount of money. I'm going to do what I got to do. I'm going to leave. And then at the back of my mind, I'd be like, you're not going to get that much. That's not going to happen. You're not going to have consistent income. You're going to fail. And I'm like, fuck, don't fucking do that to me. Um, that could be anxiety and depression speaking to me. Like, yeah, you're not going to fucking do that. Sorry. Yeah, you, you, you can't fucking do that. But... I don't give a shit. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna get the fuck out of this family. I'm, if this is the last thing I do. Um, before I I uh, got on to the podcast, I was ta- I was talking to myself, like I'm saying, yeah, talking to yourself is very therapeutic and shit. 
It's like crying for the night. I'm going to put out a fucking t-shirt. That's going to be... That's going to be our podcast. Crying from the mouth. Yo, that is... That's actually really fucking... Dope. I'm not even going to lie. Crying from the mouth. Um, anyway. I was talking to myself about my uncle. And how my uncle was very abusive to me. Um, when I was growing up, and, uh, it wasn't, like, sexual abuse, it was, like, it was, like, wow, dude, like, you need to chill the fuck out, and it was cool, it was hell on earth, hell is earth, what the fuck am I talking about, it was fucking horrible. It was absolutely fucking horrible. Spending time with my uncle. And I have two uncles, but the one, the older one fucked me over. Like, he, he really did some shit to me that I was like, I'm not hanging around you anymore. Like, I see you in a different light. And he had a daughter He, uh, he, he has gone through some real tough shit. Like, he lost his son in a mis, in a miscarriage. Um, he had a daughter, uh, daughter was, you know, was nice to him and care for his daughter and he, at least from what I know, before a lot of this shit happened to me, is that he cared for his daughter a lot, and this and her, and it was like, blah, blah, blah. But also, I also heard from a lot of other people who knew my uncle better than I did, and they would say, Yeah, he was good to her, but he also fucking put his hand on her a lot. Like, a fuck ton. And I'm like, holy shit, for real? And they're like, yes, he... Like, he would throw her. And I'm like, yo, holy shit. I'm like, damn. He's like, yeah. Yeah. You don't know your fucking uncle. But... Then there was, um, but speaking of his daughter, his daughter did the same shit that I'm trying to do. She left, she left from, um, the religion that my family is in. She left the family. She did not she does not talk to a lot of people in the family for and that's for a good reason. And she's in Europe and she's doing what she needs to do. She has a job and she's she's thriving for herself. Now she has something that I don't. Back when my uncle 
was growing up. He would uh, do something that Arianism forbids, and that's basically having relationships with people who are not in the religion. And it's forbidden. You can't do it. And if you do, there are serious, serious repercussions for it. But when my uncle was younger, he liked this older girl. And he would, you know, chill out with her and he was just chill. He was just chill. He would just talk with her and the kids and they would just stay out for long hours and I don't know what to say. And, it's, and to a regular person, this sounds like, oh, this sounds like this, oh, he's coming into, you know, he, he, you know, he's, uh, he's growing. And he's learning how to become a better person with women. He's learned, he's uh, basically going into a male. He likes girls. Growing up with girls, it's cool. To my grandparents, which are his parents, obviously. I don't know why he fucked I would not, but you know, in some cases, it's your family. Anyway, uh, my grandparents were like, You have to stop seeing this girl. Stop. Stop right now. My grandmother talked to him first, and when, you know, it was getting through to my uncle, my uncle said, why can't I be with people that I want to be with? And my grandfather punched him in his chest and sent him it, it sent him flying from the front door uh, to the back door. It was a shotgun house, and it was in Queens. Um, it was a shotgun house with a... Uh, it was, uh, I should say it's a, it was a three-story shotgun house, which sounds weird because usually shotgun houses are uh, one-story, but that doesn't really apply. Because a shotgun house is called a shotgun house because you can take a shotgun and you can fire it from the front door and the shotgun uh, pellets will hit the back door and they hit it or they go through it or, or something, some shit like that. Um, that's what house hunters uh, taught me, so <laughs> came in handy, I guess. Whatever. Uh, and, you know, hearing from my my family, about the story, I said to myself, wow, so, He wanted to be where he, with who he wanted to be with. 
I do not see a problem. But the problem was that uh, if you do stay with somebody who's not in religion, the the other person who's in the religion will back out of it immediately because they will grow to not like the religion and they will come to not like you and then they will leave and it call and that causes a lot of divorces in our religion because people you know they go out and they why did I say our it's not our it's their it's their religion See, I'm trying to separate myself. I've been saying, I've been trying to keep my language, like saying our and us and shit like that, so that no one suspects that I'm trying to leave because I want financial security before I leave and shit like that. That's why I'm saying, I like, I'm, I'm the type of person to say, hey, that won't fucking work. You gotta do this shit. Fucking depression saying to me, hey, you better fucking listen. You better fucking listen. That shit's not gonna work. Get the fuck out of here. Shit like that. Back of my head. Not voices, but like, you know, depression and shit. It does weird things to weird people. <laughs> but basically, what I'm trying to say is, he married a uh, a girl he had sex with. <coughs> oh, I'm so sorry. Pardon me. I'm sorry. I uh, I smoked weed this afternoon and it fucked my throat over. Ugh. Ugh, I be late. It's like one o'clock. What time is it? What fucking time is it? It's three? Holy shit. Every single fucking ninth grader through twelfth grade onto college says that shit. I think everybody in the fucking world says that shit. It's fucking three? Holy shit. Kind of shit, but he married a girl he had sex with, and uh, excuse me, I belch again. Pardon me. Yeah, he, uh, he had a miscarriage with the the girl, and that was his son. His, his son died. Then he tried again and he got his daughter and he put all his time and his energy into in his daughter but he was also very verbally and abuse and physically abusive to her ultimately being mentally abusive as well um and emotionally mentally verbally physically and emotionally uh, abused. And she was 
made to put on this very happy-go-lucky face of um, nothing's wrong, nothing's wrong here, it's, everything's fine. Same like me. But after a while, uh, her mom, uh, which is uh, my uncle's daughter, my uncle's daughter's mother, which the girl he had sex with in um, high school. I'm sorry, it's 3.15, and I'm fucking uh, coming off of a come down. And a come down is basically, it's not like a come down, like I just beat my knee, I just came. And I, that's not what it is. Some of this, you're fucking on me if you don't know what I'm talking about. Coming down off of a come down is just like you like take drugs and you're starting to come off of the high. But you can also have a come down. Of the come down is just basically getting off of the partial high, the uh, other side effects of it. Parts of uh, that shit, but basically, wife didn't like him anymore because I heard she was also getting abused uh, verbally, not physically, uh, and she didn't like him anymore. She didn't like the uh, the word they have for our religion is the truth and um, so she didn't like the truth anymore and she left and she divorced him she got all the stuff and all the other and the money and everything I'm like that's good that's a good ass reason like to divorce <coughs> My uncle, excuse me, pardon me. You know? So, that's great. So, she had an upper advantage, and that's basically having somebody on your side that can provide for you for with money and stability and also can support you while you're trying to find yourself. That is not worried about whether or not you're going to be liking a religion or making strides for religion. And I thought that was so fucking cool. I just thought that was amazing. I just thought that was just the greatest fucking thing ever. You know what I mean? I just thought, wow, how could you put like your daughter through such a, a, a traumatic ex experience with my uncle and stay in that relationship and, and, and be strong for your daughter because you know that um because I know why she stayed in there she stayed in there because she needed financial support and all that uh so that her daughter could grow up and then she could take her out you know out of uh, his sight so that you know, 
it's not like uh, back in the days of the. Uh, what am I saying back in the days? I'm saying, I should say, uh, what should I say? I should say, the daughter wasn't five, you know what I mean? It wasn't like a newborn baby, and then the father just dips. And you're like, what am I going to do? How am I going to provide for this kid? So, she was like in it because she loved him, and then slowly she was in it because of her. That's her kid. And she's due to not like him anymore and cut it off. So she had an upper advantage. I don't. I'm at the bottom of the barrel. I'm at the bottom of the barrel. I have I free I am I'm free to move at the bottom of the barrel. But here's the thing, I wanna be out of the fucking barrel. I wanna be out of the fucking barrel. That's what I'm gonna say. I'm not adding any more fucking uh, hyperboles to my shit or whatever. I don't even think I'm using hyperboles in the right context. But I don't want to be in my family anymore. I, I want to fucking get the fuck out of here. And I've set up some other shit. I've been trying to get money uh, to come through to come into my possession so that I can um you know get the fuck out of here one thing I've been working on is drop shipping which is basically um taking it's like uh advertising so to break it down, say I have a hundred and fifty Nike belts. <coughs> Excuse me, pardon me. Uh, I shouldn't say me. Say someone has a hundred and fifty Nike belts, and they're selling one at a time on Etsy, right? And they're cheap. They're cheap Nike belts. They they bought them in wholesale bulk. That's why they have 150. So they're selling them cheap. But for mar- for market prices and obviously for tax and all that other shit. But say now. I go. On eBay. And I take. Their photos. The people who have the Nike belts, the 150 Nike belts, and I take the photos and I market it. I market it on eBay, and I basically sell the belts for retail price. Now, people will go and they'll buy belts from me at retail at retail price. And I'll go to the person who has 150 Nike belts and I'll buy a belt. Sure, they're cheaper. Stock price Nike belt. They're dead stock Nike belts, I should say, because they bought them wholesale. Whatever. So, I know resale marketing and all that shit. That's why I'm using context and all that other bullshit. I sound like a prick right now. I'm explaining, explaining shit, but 
then I just give them the money, right? And I say to the person who wants to buy the Nike belts from me, I don't have the Nike belts from me. They have the Nike belts. But I ask them, hey, uh, what's your address? Oh, my address is this. You can send the Nike belts to my address. Oh, all right, cool. Now I just go to the person who has the Nike belts and I say, all right, deliver the belt or belts to this person. I give the belt person the person who wants to get the belt from me Zadress. Forgot to put the S, the, the S to make it uh, the pronoun and shit. Um, <clears throat> so I'm just the middleman and I just take a little bit of money off of the the whole exchange. And it's one of the it's one of the biggest things ever to get money from. One of the biggest and one of the easiest easy easiest to should say. Um but one reason why it's not working out for me is because I don't know why, and this is completely different subject that still kind of relates to what I'm talking about. I don't know why, but I do not jive with fucking PayPal. It's just something about PayPal just doesn't fucking work with me. Because a long time ago when I was just, you know, getting into PayPal and whatever, I used to always forget my username. I used, I used to always forget my email. I used to always forget my password because password was like capital and non-recurring numbers and and and, and, and one asterisk and, and uh, one symbol and this this and this. And now I forget. I never wrote it down. <clears throat> Excuse me. So basically. I could I, I couldn't do anything and I had to keep making accounts. I had to keep fucking making emails too because they can, you know, track down your email from the last account and be like, This is you, log into this one. Why are you making another one? You know what I mean? And then when I would make one and it would get the password, which is like right now, I would still need to link a card. Back then I didn't have a card. I mean, I did, but it wouldn't work for other shit. Right now, that card, all the fucking, and I'm staring right the fuck at it right now. It's a blue, it's a Bluebird American Express card. They don't make them anymore. At least I don't think. Um, and the only thing I can use it for is just fucking getting food off of airplanes. Excuse me, pardon me. Only thing I'm using for. So when I get on JetBlue, I'm flying. I'm going up to um, my cousins and my aunt. Uh, I have like their big bundle, the little big box that they give you. You know, with like. Uh, snacks in it and everything. I stuffed my face with it. 
It's good. I get the Mediterranean one a lot. It's like the best one. It has like hummus and shit. I should go outside of my comfort zone and get other stuff. But anyway, uh, I get a new car. I get this cast up car, and I'm like, I can use this for shit. I can finally have, uh, I can really open up uh, free trials and watch and watch it and, uh, and experience shit that I've never fucking experienced before. With, with not having a car. Now I have a car. Now I can do shit. But. Here's the problem, is that Cash App doesn't do ATMs, it doesn't do, uh, business, business, uh, something business, and especially, it doesn't do PayPal. So you can't link your PayPal to your Cash App card. And it's just stupid. I don't know why, but it's 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 complicated. Then, in spite of all that, I'm thinking, all right, I gotta make, I gotta get a bank account. But I'm too scared to because, uh, I don't know if opening a bank account will give me taxes, and I don't want taxes. I don't want to pay them. I don't want to have to pay taxes. You know. Even though taxes do very good things, they also do very bad things. Uh, and we'll get into politics later. Honestly, people don't want to hear politics, but like, when you hear my type of politics, you know what I'm talking about. It's like Michael Rappaport politics. It's like Dick Stain, Donald Trump. I like that. It's a. It's not even Dick Stane Donald Trump anymore. It's like Cheeto Cheeto Mr. Pedo. Cheeto Cheeto Mr. Pedo. Cheeto Cheeto Mr. Pedo. That's what I call him. Cheeto Cheeto Mr. Pedo. But um after finding out Cash Card didn't work, now I'm uh I'm Thinking about, um, actually just tried to do uh, this one thing where you can get a random card generator, and then you run it through an um, uh, valid, biality, biality, valid, valid, itty. Validity? I don't know. But uh, it, it uh, shows if that card number is actually valid, valuable. Uh, whether they're, you know. Alright, so basically how it works is you uh, type in a number, right, into it. Like say a four, and uh, a four, eight, whatever. Four, like the four. The first four numbers and the second four numbers, right? Then you go, I know both, uh, whatever, but if you put four at the beginning, it makes uh, American Express. No, it makes a Visa, it makes a Visa card. And 
it lists out a bunch of random card numbers. Then you run go to a value checker. Value checker says, okay, this one is valuable. This one is valuable. This one is valuable. This one is dead. This one is not valuable. This one's not valuable, this one's not valuable, and this one is unknown. We don't know if it's valuable or not. We can't check. And you'll usually get a lot of dead ones and unknown ones more than live, which is they're valuable. They're act they're like an actual card or shit. So you use that and you put it into PayPal. And it will, you know, calculate uh, a lot of stuff. But here's the thing. I'm laying on my bed, so and I'm getting very tired. Oh, oh my goodness. Mm. I'm so sorry. Mm. Anyway. Uh, also, PayPal does this thing where it uses your location. So say uh, I want to make a new PayPal account. Excuse me. Pardon me. <clears throat> say I want to do another PayPal account. It will take my location from the last one when I did that. And it will say, all right, here's your city, your state, and blah, blah, blah. And it won't do international. So I was trying to find a VPN and go through all of that. And it's just, just thinking about it makes me more tired. It's just, oh my goodness. The, it's like the roundabout. Speaking of the song, I'll take you on a roundabout. This is my first podcast. I'm already singing on it. <laughs> How crazy is that? Anyway, I'm gonna I'm gonna wrap this up. Um, I don't have my PayPal set up, and I don't have it connected to eBay, so I can't do drop shipping, and I can't get money, and I can't leave my family, and I don't have an edge like my cousin did. When she was leaving, which is a support figure that can actually support you with money, food, and shelter. Like I said, weed smoker problems. Pardon, excuse me. So, I am completely drained. And I need to go to sleep because it's three o'clock in the fucking morning. I'm yawning every fucking five minutes. Excuse me and pardon me. And I have a diet and workout starting tomorrow. So, or starting. You know what I fucking mean. Uh, anyway, no, you don't. I'll just clarify. It's three thirty in the morning, and it's it's in the morning, obviously. So, and I said tomorrow, but I actually meant today. Later on today, so I have a 
workout to do later on today. Uh, I have actually healthy food. I have tilapia, salmon, and stuff. I don't have rice, though. I was looking for rice, but that's carbs. And I'm kind of doing a low-carb, high-protein diet. So, I, uh... I want to build muscle, but I also want to lose it. I also want to lose a lot of muscle. Because I'm a very... I'm a muscular dad bod kind of kind of guy. Like, you know, I worked out uh, at a young age, and I did like you know high weight workouts, and I have big arms and I have a big torso and big shoulders and big and big back and. And, and thick legs. I have thick legs. Oh, Jesus. They are just jiggly. I literally sit on... If you're a girl, you know exactly what I'm fucking talking about. Or if you're just thick like me. You're a guy. But you sit on a chair. And if you're... And if your thigh... If your thigh is just having a makeout session with your other thigh, then you know what I'm fucking talking about. You don't have to fucking like really ponder what I'm saying to get it. Anyway, uh yeah, I also have oatmeal and honey and stuff. But I wanna I wanna be skinnier. Just like a little like a skinnier like just wanna like that whole muscular skinny look I, I like that I wanna go for it but I've already set aside muscle I've already set muscle mass into the equation where I have a lot of it and I'm like Ugh! it's that dad bod paradox where you're like yeah I wanna be skinnier but that muscle is getting in your way and you're like ah and the only way to really do that is to, the only way to um, get to that point where you're slim, where you're slim muscular type of thing, is if you go anorexic and then you like start, like if you go anorexic and in the middle of it you start working out and you start eating out again and stuff like that. I've seen a lot of boxers do that. Where they've, you know, they've uh, water fasted for like months on end. They lose a lot of weight, and they lose a lot of they lose a lot of muscle too. And in the middle of that, excuse me, it's belched again. You know, they work the, themselves. Uh, they they work themselves hard to have a good body and shit. And it does good for them. But uh, I'm not promoting anorexia. So I just want to say that. <laughs> uh, but uh, good dieting does have a good role on your body. That's what I'm going to say. So, yeah. Let me just check if the podcast is still going. Yeah, it's still going strong. Uh, my phone is still recording. That's great. That is really good. Okay.
So it's been an hour and 17 minutes. Uh, I'm wrapping this up. I'm going to go to fucking sleep now. Probably take a fucking shower. Actually, no, I, I am going to take a shower. But it's 3.15. I'll take a shower in the morning. I'll take some initiative and do that shit. Considering that I did not have a uh, sweaty day. So, yeah. Thanks for listening to me talk to, to you guys for an hour and it's probably 18 minutes now. Uh, thank you. Thank you for putting up with a lot of shit. Uh, a lot of fucking brain farts or whatever. And, uh, come back. Come back next time. Come back for the second podcast. The second podcast episode. You fucking know. Uh, yeah. So, GG, guys. GG. What's up? What's up? Welcome back to another Crying for the Mouse podcast with your boy, YB and Chaos. Uh, we got new tea about my life. We got new stuff going on. Uh, I got some opinions on some shit, and I ain't playing Apex this time. So let's just jump right into it. Let's talk about my opinions first, because my opinions, you know, my opinions are my opinions, and that's what's up. Uh, if you take my opinions out of context, I will take your dick out of your pants, and I will chop that that bitch off. Like, the fuck out of here. It's the same thing. Your dick is important to you, so is my opinions. I will cut off your dick if you cut off my opinions. That's all I'm saying. Now, <laughs> now let me talk about what, what, uh, what I'm thinking of. You can obviously tell I'm mad about something. And I am mad about something. It's about fucking um, baby boomers. You know? If you don't know what a baby boomer is, or a boomer, let me talk about. Let me let me say something. Let me say something real quick. A boomer or a baby boomer, they mean exactly the same thing. Uh, a boomer is a parent or somebody who's like, like old, like old, old, like they're born from, like. 1960 something to like 1960. Well, like, is it? Is it 1960? No, it's no, no, that's uh, that's shit. That's, I don't know, but the older people, right? And my opinion to older people is like this weird thing. This like, it's it's a weird things that they've been saying. Like, I've caught on to it in my own religion, but I don't think anybody has caught on to it about uh, regular people who are outside. Actually, it's not even my religion. It's my family's religion. Like, I'll, I'll explain from um, an outside point of view, and then I'll go into my own. So, um, baby boomers are like, yeah, Gen Z and... Fucking 
millennials only think about themselves and they have no caregiving skills. They do not give a fuck about anything and anyone. They only care about themselves. And I'm like, okay, yeah, we do. Like, that's completely true. But I don't think they understand why. I don't think they understand why we do. And here's the point. It's because baby boomers have grown up in a time when things were so different. People can say, oh, it's the exactly same thing. And I'll say, no, it really isn't. Because baby boomers, they had to power through shit. They had to be like, um, yeah, I get bullied in school. Who the fuck cares? If I get bullied, I'll punch the kid in the face if he does anything to me. Like, you know, that whole macho man kind of thing. Or if I'm a girl, yeah, my supreme and, like, number one rule is to have kids and have, have a family. Like, that was the rule. The, the rule was always about putting family first and, and all of that shit. And thinking about, oh, their parents and the parents that their their grandparents or some shit. Some shit like that. You know what I mean? They always had to care about their family and other shit. And they had no time to fucking process anything for themselves. So they went into dead-end jobs and they feel fucking horrible. But they have to power through that shit. And it leaves them fucking sad. But still, that's that fucking mentality of, oh, I have to do it for my fucking kids. I have to do it for my fucking wife. I have to do it for my parents. I have to do it for my family. Shit just gets into them again. And they power through this shit. And the thing is... A lot of people nowadays think that, oh, that that right there is what should we should just get back into. And I think, no, we shouldn't. We shouldn't. Because half the people who did feel that way, like, I have to do this for my family, they were depressed as fuck. They were sad as fuck. They're old people now, and they're probably thinking, I could have done a lot more shit with my life instead of sitting behind a fucking desk and working on a fucking computer and sitting in a fucking cubicle making minimum wage and doing absolutely nothing. And then my pension is like horrible in retirement. You know what I mean? But the reason why... Gen Z and millennials think about themselves is because, really, we do not feel and we do not feel like powering through that shit. And we don't have the basis that baby boomers had. Baby boomers had, okay, because I you know, have a family because I have this, this, and this. I can power through. I have to do it for these people. And yeah, that's very honorable. But here's the big ass fucking but. That was also in a time when you had wars. Anytime, 
and that something would pop off, another war started. Here we go. Uh, you had fucking, like, even before baby boomers, or I, I don't know the exact, like, dating periods of, uh, uh, like, baby boomers or shit, shit. Let's just say that baby boomers are in the time of fucking the Great Depression, like, World War One, World War Two, and all that shit. You couldn't give a fuck about your own feelings because you had to fucking worry about your other soldiers' feelings and your fucking general officer and your fucking, like, your sergeant so that, you know, you would fight in this world, this war, that literally meant fucking nothing and literally solved nothing. World War One was supposed to be the end of fucking wars. If you say World War one to somebody they'll be like what uh, you mean the great war nah b i mean world war one or the great war one and they'd be like one bitch you mean there's a second one to that shit yeah this called world war two motherfucker oh shit you know what i mean they had they had shit going on they couldn't care about them fucking selves but we're not in a point where no war is happening. We're not getting drafted. We're not. We're 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 not in a time point where our feelings don't give a. We we should, we're not supposed to give a fuck about our feelings. In this day and age, you give a fuck about what other people are saying, and you're a millennial, and you get to a point where you feel like you can't go on anymore. You will end your fucking life. And I don't think baby boomers know. I don't think baby boomers know. Because they're still blaming fucking video games for violent tendencies. That don't make no damn sense. Because first of all, you can play hella games that involve death and shooting up people and other things. I will say, you could get desensitized, but as soon as you hold a gun in your hand, you're not going to feel the same feelings when you were when you were holding a fucking controller. You're not. One is the controller is a controller. You control. You're in control. When you're with a gun, you're not in control. You're not. Because one slip up and you shoot your fucking big toe off. And that's not very fucking Gucci, is it? So, I feel like that's not the case. As a matter of fact, if you want to say violent video games all the fucking time, don't. Don't, because double standard here is that there's also violent movies. Don't say that, okay, yeah, Call of Duty is fucking making kids shoot up schools when you have fucking movies like John Wick. Don't fucking do that. And John Wick is a good fucking movie. But uh, what's what's another fucking movie that, that has like a, a lot of fucking guns in it that everybody likes? Um, Pulp Fiction. Don't say, oh yeah, violent video games are the source of everything. When you have movies like fucking Pulp Fiction. And fucking, um, what was that whole series with that one girl with like two swords and she used to like cut like monsters up and shit? Was that Resident Evil? I don't know. It was some fucking movie. Um, I forgot. What the hell it is? It will come back to me. It will come back to me. But she used to wear, like, two swords on her back. And then she would, like, wear, like, this black 
uniform or some shit. And like, I'm not talking about Blade, but it was kind of like Blade. Anyway, um, you can't say that shit without bringing up other media points where it's like, yeah, but you also have movies. And then you have fucking other shit. You just have other shit. Like, um, they take video games and they put it to such an extreme that now any point where you talk to a baby boomer about mass shootings, the media can say, oh yeah, this guy, this guy shoot up a mall. Like, uh, what's the guy, the guy in all power? El Paso, who just who just shoot up a fucking mall, or wherever the fuck, or the dude. I I can't even keep track anymore. There's so many. Anyway, you can just say, oh, he used to play video games when he was like eight, and every baby boomer would be like, oh my god, video games are the source of all violence. It's like no, it's like you know, shut the fuck up. Like there have been people who. Fucking make um propaganda commercials and shit, and they have touched bases to, or they have touched on video games as a whole, and they said, no, it doesn't do anything. Like people who actually make propaganda, like shit, who are like very old, they're like super old, and like a guy sits next to them and they play like nonstop Halo. Or like Call of Duty or whatever. And they say to the person, hey, does this look like propaganda? Or does this look like I can now shoot somebody and do whatever do whatever I gotta do? And they'll be like, No. No. This this isn't gruesome enough. This isn't like moving you to actually do it. There's a lot of more stuff that you have to put into this kind of thing to make it that way. To make it where you have to actually fucking kill somebody. And I I I don't see the fucking um the fucking you know what like I said in my last podcast um excuse the fucking brain farts excuse that shit because I just had one anyway the ends don't meet the means. And children and adults now that are between the ages of, you know, 20-something to, like, my age or, or younger, they're not at a point where they're doing it for their family or anything. Because I think a lot of... Um, generations get smarter over time. They, they, it's not like evolving, but it's like they get smarter. And Gen Z and millennial uh, kids and adults have realized that giving a fuck about other people really makes you sad, really makes you in a point where you do not want to think about other people. You want to think about yourself and how you are and how you feel. And a lot of Gen Z and millennial adults who 
do not think about themselves, do not think about their mental health, and do not think about how they feel inside and talk about it with a professional or their closest friend, they end up killing themselves or other people, which leads to mass shootings. Those are what lead mass shootings. The feelings, the mental health, and not having people around you to talk about it with them, about how you feel. Because no, you're not supposed to talk about your feelings. You're not supposed to give a fuck about how you're feeling. You're supposed to give a fuck about how the other person is feeling. Right? That's what every baby boomer is talking about. Yeah, give a fuck about other other people and care for other people and treat others how you want to be treated and all that bullshit. But there's also a double standard where, yeah, I want to talk about me. But I can't talk about me because my parents taught me that I shouldn't give a fuck about me. I should give a fuck about other people. And that's what leads to very gruesome things like suicide, mass shootings, um, rapes, uh, uh, kidnapping, human trafficking. Like that ties into a lot of shit because they can't get their expressions out with other people about how they are because they're supposed to be the listeners they're supposed to be the people who listen to other people talk about other people who 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 you know who don't have who don't feel the same way that they do but they're supposed to not give a fuck about how they feel and, and give a fuck about other people now this swings back into um my parents religion See, I'm gonna I'm gonna spill some tea. I'm just gonna spill some tea. Just a drop, but it's some potent ass. It's some potent, potent tea that will make the story drive home. I came out to my mother a couple of days ago that I am by, and I came out to my brother a couple of days that I am by. Now that's the potent tea. Now I'm gonna cut the the uh the uh, coming out part and we'll put the end of that story at the end of this podcast because that's the real tea that's the juicy tea that everybody's you know wanting me to get at but still my religion said the same thing my religion said um and it's funny how my religion took it they were like not why do I keep saying my religion? I do not want to be associated with these motherfuckers anymore. I gotta see learning a religion and then finding out that you do not like the religion at all. And I know for a long time that I do not like uh, my parents' religion or what they believe in. I, they just don't like it. It's just not. It doesn't coincide of what I feel on how I should be. And how I feel I should be treated. And I don't like it. So I'm coming out. I'm getting out of the fucking religion. But. My parents religion was like. Yeah if you feel like. You're. You know. you feel Like you feel like you're. In a homosexual. Phase or whatever. And you're feeling like you want to. You know, be with the same sex and whatever. That's just a phase. And you shouldn't really think about 
uh, yourself and how you feel. You should think about your God. What does your God feel about that subject? Oh, your God says, uh, your God says, do not do this. Don't fucking do it. And if you do it, you're going to die. And I can't do I was like, nigga, do I give a fuck? First of all, I don't believe in it. First of all, I, I don't, I don't believe in the religion at all. I just don't. Um, right now, I'm just working up to a point where I get enough financial stability where I can just loop out. Because that whole thinking about your God, thinking about people and your congregation and all that bullshit has just left me in a point where I'm depressed to go out. I'm depressed to be around um, my family. I'm depressed about... Actually, I'm depressed and disappointed about my family and where they stand on how I feel. And I'm also disappointed and depressed about how they view other people like me. And that's fucked up. But like any other person says, think about you. Do not think about other people. Think about you. And if people do not like you for you, then do not be around them because they will fuck you up. They will they will fuck up your mental health and your mental stability as a whole. They will fuck it up as a whole. And that's why I want to leave. I, I do not want my my uh, mental physicality to be degraded by my family's intrusive perspective on how I want to be treated and how I feel and what I am. I don't like it. So, my religion said, their religion said the same thing. Yeah, all millennials and Jet Z kids are fucking, or just fucking thinking about themselves, not about other people. And I explained why I think about, why we think about ourselves. And this pissed me off. It it pissed me the fuck off. Pissed me off. But uh, it brought me to a point where, um, at at the last, um, uh, what is it like? Uh, I call it a what they call it is a meeting where you you meet and it's a whole it's a whole bullshitty thing. But they call it a meeting it's where everybody meets up and they it's like a Sunday service, but they do it they have a weekly one. They call it a weekly meeting. So it's late night and I'm texting my girlfriend and they don't know I'm texting my girlfriend, but I'm texting during the meeting and they're like, yeah, uh, you can't fucking do that. Pay attention. Do this. Do that. You know, and I'm like, uh, yeah, no, nah, I kind of don't want to hear this fucking degrading bullshit to my, <laughs> excuse me, embelched. I don't want to hear this degrading bullshit to my mental health. I don't. So I say no. And my mom gives me the keys to the car. She says, go in the car. If you're going to do that shit, do it in the fucking car. And I took the keys and I said, all right. And I went to the car. I chilled in the car. 
for like two seconds, and I was like, I'm gonna take the fucking car, I'm gonna ride around the block. So I did. I turned the car on, and I went out, and I drove that shit all across the neighborhood. I'm just hightailing it. And at some points, I'm doing like 70, 80. And I'm just in a fucking minivan. I'm just going and you know, I did text and drive and I learned what I did now because I didn't break the car or anything. I just my tire went into like a little pothole and then it came right back out again and I, I lost control for like two te- like two seconds. And I'm like, yeah, I know why they say don't fucking text and drive anymore. So I did, I'm not doing that shit, but I didn't wear a seatbelt and then I started wearing seatbelt and it was cool and everything. But my high turns and shit were like very therapeutic to how I was feeling and it made me, it made me cool off for a second. Now, when I pulled back into the church, the church's parking lot, I pulled back into it. Some guy came up out of the church and said, listen, yeah, your mom was looking for him. She was worried sick and all that bullshit. And the fucking meeting's still going on. So I'm like, oh, you fucked up. Oh, fucking hell. I'm going to have to sit through this shit. And I had to talk to another brother, another brother. I had to feel fucking anxiety. And all this other shit. And another brother comes out with my mom and his wife. And my mom was looking at me like, you're a fucking idiot. I fucking hate you. And then she goes back into into the church. And brother looks at me fucking like, oh, you're in big trouble. And the fucking wife is like, like, I just came along for the ride, and I don't feel like talking to anyone right now. And she went back into the fucking church. And I'm looking at this nigga, and he's looking at me, and he's like, he's like one of those white stepfathers. You know what I'm talking about? If you if you ever had a, a uh, if you're black and you have a black family, and then you get a white stepdad, that shit, those white stepdads, you know how they fucking act? This is how ooh, fucking this this guy was talking to me. He's like talking to me and he's like, oh yeah, you shouldn't do that because those are your God and all that. And, and who do you worship? And I was like, yeah, what I was doing. And I'm playing like this little uh, cat and mouse game with him. And I'm like, yeah, I, <laughs> I don't know what I was thinking. Uh, <laughs> it must have just, you know. I don't know what over I I must have gone way over my head. I oh my goodness. I, I didn't know the consequences of my actions. And I'm like, I damn well knew what the fuck was going on and I was full, fully appeared fully prepared for anyone to talk to me about this subject. But I was not prepared for my fucking attitude toward this nigga. And my attitude this nigga was if you do not stop fucking talking, I'm going to kill you. I'm going to break your neck because I'm taller than this nigga. And this nigga look like he's 120 pounds. So I'm like, I can just put you over my knee and then snap your spine. But I'm not going to do it. 
I'm not gonna do it. I'm gonna just take the shit, and I'm gonna fucking go home, and I'm fucking gonna play my PlayStation, bitch. But that's not what happened. I didn't break his knee or whatever. I I shook it up and I, I and this whole fucking other shit. And he he said a prayer, and then we went back into the fucking church, and I sat next to my mom, and I came out, uh, of the church. Shaking people's hand and whatever. And going to the car. Got into the car with my mom. And I came out to my mom. And I came out to her in another way. I also said, I'm agnostic. I'm an atheist now because I don't want any any association with any fucking God anymore. I'm fucking cutting that bitch off. But I said to her, uh, I'm agnostic. I don't believe in. I'm not religious. I broke. I broke I, what agnostic is to her. I, I broke it down to her. But then uh, we get to the house, and I explain, you know, uh, some stories and you know who I've been with and, and how I feel and how long I've been feeling this. And uh, she's like, "Oh yeah, 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 yeah. It's just a passing phase." Since you're since you're fourteen, you feel all these emotions and you and all this other bullshit, and you and you want to go and you want to go and explore the world. Oh, but no, you can't do that because your God prevents you. And I'm like, um, that's not my God anymore, and nor has it been, nor has I felt it has been my God for a long ass time. So. But she pulls the old, well, you're under my roof, so you're under my rules. Ha, ha, ha. But, uh, ha, 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 bitch. You forgot. Florida state law, you can move out at 16 and drop out at 16 and become your own fucking adult without your parents' permission. Da, 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 da. It's the wiggle, 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 doop, dog. You know what, you know what I'm fucking me? You know, that whole, that whole other shit where, you know, you have to fucking rely on your parents and all that other shit and, and, and give a fuck about what they think and all that shit. That's why I was like, I want to come out at 18 because, you know, at least I have, you know, everything legal is sorted out because 18, you can do whatever you fucking want to. And you can say whatever you want to, you can have sex, you can get a job, you can do, you can do, like, a lot of shit, 16 is minuscule things you can do, like, you can get your permit, um, you can get, you can drop out of school, you can move out, and I don't care about, you know, other shit that, you know, happens when you're 18, I don't care. Because 17 is your license. And then you can go wherever the fuck you want to with your fucking car. But to get your car insured, I think it's like like um, more money. I think it's like other shit. But uh, who the fuck about, who, who gives a fuck about insurance on cars? When, you know, you feel this type of way and you feel like you're trapped in a cage and there's nothing you can fucking do. So... I'm at a point now where all I need is just some money and some hope 
that will get the fuck out of this house. And I'll, I, I'll be in the confines of my own serenity. Because if I got some, hey, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. I got, I just finished cleaning up my room. And I got a lot of shit in here. I got TV. I got my PlayStation. I got a laptop. I got controllers. I got my phone. I got I got a lot of shit in here. I got speakers. I got lights. I got fucking a lot of shit in here. And my mom is like, oh, yeah, if you move out, because she saw I was looking for apartments and shit. And she's like, oh, if you move out, well, I'm taking all this shit from you. And I'm like, listen, as long as I got my phone, and a fucking mattress and some Wi-Fi, I'm I, I'm good. But matter of fact, as long as I got my charger, a mattress, some Wi-Fi, and some headphones, and some weed, I'm tight. I'm good. I don't need to do any other things. I'm tight. I don't care about fucking TV. I don't care about a fucking PlayStation or laptop. I don't care about a fucking master bedroom room with a fucking king-size bed. I don't care about no goddamn clothes. I don't care about shoes. I don't care about food or water or any of that bullshit. As long as my phone, my internet, and my headphones, and a bed to sleep on, nigga, and some weed, I'm good. I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. I don't give two shits. Because all that other shit will be added. All that other shit will be added. Whether I buy them full price or I lease to own them shits or whatever, it will come to me. Nigga. It will come to me. All I want is to just get the fuck up out of here. Because this environment is playing on my emotions and it's, and it's leading me to fucking come to the point where I get so angry at my mom that uh that I, I I start cursing at her. Mind you, I used to curse her before I came out to her, but this is going like this is going like too far. Shit, this is like yeah, fuck you, fuck all that shit. Nah, fuck you. I'm saying all this shit, and I and I shouldn't be saying this shit, but. You bring to you put me in this situation where you call me all these names, and I'm not supposed to be like, "Hey, can you shut the fuck up?" And, and I'm putting this like, like you you expect me not to say something about it. Now that's the fucked up part. That's the absolute fucked up part. But hey, what are you gonna do, right? So, um. Also came out to my brother, and my brother got mad at me because he was pissed off about a lot of shit. He was pissed off because I didn't talk to him when uh, he gave me the chances to. And I feel like that's very selfish. Like, how are you supposed to get mad at me because I didn't want to disclose at that time? But he's taking it like, like, uh, he's taking it like, and I'm going to give you a, a, a hypothetical situation. He's taking it like he is the owner of a house and I'm a bug inspector. 
and there's a lot of fucking roaches. And this nigga gave me the chances to say, oh, there's roaches in your house. But I said, no. Every time. But there's roaches in your house. And there's a lot of uh, a lot of roaches. And you got to pay a lot of money to get rid of the roaches. But you still got to get a rape. You, you still got to get rid of the roaches, right? Thing is, it's not like that. That's not the situation. That's how he's taking it. But that's not the situation. The situation is like, um, I don't know. The situation is the situation for me is how I explained it to him, which I am a person who has very, who is very much afraid about other people's feelings about me. And I shouldn't. I'm trying to, you know, get back into self-healing and all that shit. So that I cannot give a fuck about what other people say and think. But. Living through my life. These 14 years of my life. Feeling like. You know. I like I like guys. And I like how they look. And I want to have a relationship with them. And I want to have sex with them. And I want to put my care. And I want to build a family, whether it's a girl or a guy. And that's what, that's my interpretation of being bi. Now, there's other people's interpretation of being bi because everybody has their own interpretation of what it means to be a part of the LGBTQ plus community. Um, but living my life in a situation where I'm fearful of what other people think about me and how my parents might, you know, interact with me about how I am and how I feel really brings you to a point where it's either you don't come out to them and you live with this big secret and you have to live this lie or you come out to them and you get ridiculed and you get um, battered and fried in hate because of what you are. And I was fearful of that. I was fearful that my parents would say, my or my mom would say, yeah, you're going to have to leave. I don't know where you're going to go, but you're going to have to leave. Because in the past, I have gotten to a point where, you know, I was yelling and screaming at my mom because she would say some shit. She would say some shit that would really piss me off as being a bisexual person. Her not knowing that I'm a bisexual person, but me getting pissed off, I would say shit. And then she would say shit back. And I would just be like, you know what? Let's cool it. This is going way too damn far. And then she would be like, yeah, well, you know what? You should get the fuck out of my house. Get out of my house. Go spend the night with somebody or something. And I'd be like, all right. And all I would have to do is just put on my clothes and take a walk. Then my mom would call me. And my brother would call me. And they would say, go back to the fucking house. Because I've gone, I've grown up where 
you can say, get the fuck out of my way, and I will. Or not get the fuck out of my way, or get the fuck out of my house, and I will. You don't have to stop me. You don't have to say shit. You don't, you don't have to fucking force me out. You just say, get the fuck out of my house. And I'd be like, all right. So I've lived with that mentality of like, if you're not going to have me, then I'm out. So putting that into perspective of how I feel and how they're treating me, because my brother was also, I was on the phone with him and he was getting mad that I didn't tell him and give you chances to do that shit. He was like, oh yeah, well, if you feel this way, um, you're too young to feel this way because nobody knows how they fucking feel and what they're going to be like in 10 years. And that was his argument. And then he also brought up that um, being bisexual and, hom- and, and, and uh, a homosexual is a, a mental illness. And I was like, why the fuck would you bring this up when I say I'm leaving? That just makes me more prone to fucking leave. Like, don't you don't don't fucking do that, because they're saying to me, my mother and my brother are saying to me, which either you stay in this house, you stay with our religion, and you keep living with us, or you keep living with your mental illness, and you go away. But they want me to stay. So is this like reverse psychology or some bullshit? I don't fucking understand. And I don't want to understand because it's just fucking idiotic. So I'm going to work up some money. 16, I'm going to be out moving boxes. I already have, um, I'm already going out today. I'm going to set up this uh, drop shipping thing that I've been working on for a while. I'm just going to pick up a prepaid card so I can put it on PayPal because Cash App doesn't work with PayPal. And I've gotten so mad at that situation in general but um yeah first plan of action is just to get some money in uh second is to just um put some clothes that i'm not using into a donation box and uh ship that off because i want to be light i want to be light on my feet when i get the fuck out of here so if i can make five thousand in a year from job shipping that will be so, so fucking, that will be immensely great for me. Because I can buy a car, I can put a deposit in for an apartment. And even if my family is like, um, or even if the, um, the people say yeah, I have to be 18 or older to put a deposit in, I'm just going to get somebody... Um, who is 18, call up one of my friends to, to, to do that, to get something started for me. And if not, then I will get my mother to put the deposit in and I will live, and I will live in that apartment. And if she doesn't feel like I should be in that space where I, uh, she has to pay the deposit or anything like that. Then I would just go on Craigslist. Because I've been on the ins and outs of renting out rooms and all that other shit. So, and my mom also used to do it. And I used to help her with it. And there's no, there's no signed agreement where you have to be 18 or older, you know, to 
get a deposit going on a house, or at least that's what I think. You have to be eighteen or older to make a deposit or, or, or um, make monthly fees into your your rent. But if I just go through like Craigslist or something, I can just pay a lower price for like a room and just chill in there, and just not give a fuck. I can, you know, get uh, another job and chill and not worry about anything for like two years. In 18, I'm still not going to be worrying about anything, but I'm still going to get into like easy paying jobs that I don't have to really use for like a diploma or anything because that I'm not going to go to college and I'm hesitating on getting out a, a high school diploma. Because I, I'm homeschooled and I don't think my tenacity for intellect is that big. So it's not big brain time. Not just yet. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, that wraps up the Crying from the Mouth podcast with your boy YB and Chaos a- episode two. Um, yeah. My podcast is on every platform, uh, every platform that you can think of. Thank you, Anchor, for giving me the chance to have this wonderful-ass podcast and bring my fucking big brain to this goddamn podcast that is weird as fuck talking about my life. Um, in the next couple of episodes, I'm going to try to bring other guests on. And I'm also going to try to bring down the uh, time to about around around this time, around 45 minutes. Because uh, I know last episode was an hour, an hour and nine minutes. And I'm going to bring it down to uh, 45. So thank you, everybody, for streaming this. And GG, I'll see you guys later. Bye-bye.